With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody and welcome to another edition of Raw Milk. It is the 18th of March 2023. It is half five in the evening, and Accrington Stanley have just fallen one nil at home to MK Dons, leaving Stanley to drop into the relegation zone, um, one point behind the visitors from today. But uh, with the game in hand, it should probably be said on that. Um, I thought it'd be nice to get some of me well. Maybe not quite nice, but to get some immediate reaction just from really what our thoughts are on the game and, and how our thoughts have been in the last couple of months, to be fair, since the last time we got together. Uh, first of all, Gibby, how are you, mate? How's it going? Yeah, all right. Yeah, obviously a bit down given, you know, the the game just now. But uh, yeah, life's OK. Uh, trickling along, as they say, yourself. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fantastic. I mean, it's I, I can't complain, mate. To be honest, there's a few there's a few things going on in my life at the minute which are, are quite exciting, and a few new changes which obviously you know about. I won't go into yeah. on here, uh, but people might know about if they're listening. But 
so that's all a bit exciting. But yeah, the uh, the football is certainly absolutely dire, um, and it has been for a little while now. So first of all, yeah, you, you just immediate sort of thoughts um, on that. Just a bit of context, I guess. I Stanley, you know, failing to win now in four games again. Um, three, just the three calendar wins in the league this season. Uh, sorry, this year so far. So it's not been great, mate, has it? I mean, do you know these things that have come out, these sort of like AI chatbots that everyone's talking about? So you'll just type in something like, you know, make me a poem about Henry VIII, and it will do it for you. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Paint yeah. me a picture of Mario eating a burger or whatever, it'll do it for you. If you were to put in, you know, write me up a typical Accrington match report, it would have it would have given you today, really. Um, lots of huffing and puffing, uh, lots of possession, but just doing nothing with it, creating nothing. The keeper had one one half decent save from Tommy Lee. Um, but it's it's hard because they are trying, they are grafting, but we're just not very good. That's that's the top and bottom of it. We're a, we're a poor side. If we stay up this year, it's his, it's his, in my opinion, it's his finest achievement, Coley's finest achievement, because that, that side on paper now, if they finish mid-table League Two, you'd say it was a great season. So if we stop up, which, you know, I've always been very confident, but I'm a bit more touch and go now. It's uh, it's a big ask, I think. Yeah, this feels a little bit like um, a couple of years ago, about 10 years ago, I remember when we were battling at the bottom of League Two, we were beaten at home to Fleetwood quite quite comfortably and I remember feeling like this around that time luckily we didn't we didn't end up going down that year but it's very rarely that I've felt sort of this deflated after after that kind of performance um and I think it speaks volumes really that you know we, we've been beaten today by a team lower than us in the division there's not that many of them for fuck's sake um and then you know even beating Forest Green a few weeks ago um you know for large sort of large sort of periods in that game we didn't look like we were much better than them I think you're absolutely right I th- I, I, I just don't think we're very good I, th- I don't think you can sugarcoat it at all um there's probably a number of reasons for that and a number of things that are going wrong and have gone wrong into the building of this season but I think the top and bottom of it is we just are not good enough um and like you say midweek you know we we, we got absolutely you know 3-1 against Portsmouth at home, probably a flattering scoreline for us, really. And you look at the table and Portsmouth are just comfortably mid-table. It's not even like, you know, they're really up there and 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 sort of one of the top, top teams in the division. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I tweeted I tweeted midweek saying I'm sort of running out of things to say about it. I don't know what else can be said about this season other than I just, I hope. The thing know, is, I think what what the difference is this season compared to previous seasons of, of struggle in League Two, for example, I think it's the inevitability. So they went one nil up, and I didn't feel as though we were going to come back. I thought to get two goals is a big ask for us, even after eight minutes. Yeah, yeah. Or was in the past, you, you you know you you know I don't know why this came to mind when I was watching it. Do you remember when we played Blackpool at home and we got absolutely battered and we were losing one nil? And Bocco scored twice in like the 92nd and 93rd minute. Yeah, I do remember that game. I wasn't there actually. I was in randomly, I was in the Netherlands for that game. But yeah. I think one of them might have been a penalty, but it was a smashing grab. 
It was, was, yeah. We, I think I think the winner was a pen, or maybe the the yeah. I think it was the equaliser that was the penalty, yeah. Yeah, and then we smashed and grabbed it. You don't. I, I can't explain it. We don't. It doesn't feel like we can do that now. If that makes sense, I don't think we're going to do that. Even the, like one nil today, you're always in it, aren't you? At one nil, but I didn't yeah, feel yeah. as though we would win it at all. Um, like you say, when we've got a lot of the ball, we we don't really do anything with it. We huff and puff, but. Uh, we just don't look. We don't look dangerous. I mean, we had a few. We had a few brief spells against Ports before we looked all right. And going back to the Forest Green game, you know, we were terrible. But the, their keeper basically chucked two in the net, didn't he? Yeah. And you're right, that's the turning point. That's the look. Their keeper has basically given us two goals. He's given us the win. Okay, we've got three home games coming up now. We take six points from them. We're okay. But you know, the next one's Plymouth, who are a very, very good side. So it's looking like we might not take any any points from those three home games, which is a disaster, really. Um, we are playing a bit better, a little bit better than earlier in the season, but we're running out of games. That's the problem. Um, like you say, we just... And I know there's lots of injuries and, and you can't legislate for things like Jensen getting two red cards in three games and um, Coley feels it more than any of us. You know, I know that he... You know, he, he knows a lot of there's a lot of players that only moving on. Um, we've had our biggest ever budget this season, so he has been backed. And I'll admit that he's got a few things wrong. Um, but the consensus when I talk to supporters seems to be, if we do go down, you know, part of that's the January window. Um, absolutely shocking. Just the one lad on loan from Arsenal, and he never plays. Is he injured? Is he out? Yeah. Is he? Is he? No. I, I almost I've almost forgotten about him. I don't I don't know. I think that January window speaks volumes for really the season. But again, it, I'd just like to know what has gone on in the club. Where you know what were the conversations that were happening around January? Did we not know that we had to? We, you know, we, we needed massive changes. Surely they did. I was it just a case of them not getting it over the line? We were in for a few a few sort of big names that have been sort of talked about to death, but my thing is, let's say a player comes and he wants, say, three grand a week, and that would break our weird structure. You don't want to do that, but you've also got to think about, okay, let's if you give this player three grand a week and he keeps you up, and next season, you know, Sheffield Wednesday, Derby County are coming here, instead of Crawley and Sutton, who'll bring 50 you know, does that not does that not pay for itself? You know, back to the um, the catchphrase a few podcasts ago. You know, I'm not an economist, but um, yeah, I know. But then you're getting into. I mean, we no. should we should probably you probably have those conversations, don't you? When when we're not, you know, 45 minutes after a, a sort of yeah. result by that, because then you are sort of going against other stuff that we have said in the past. You know, where we yeah. do have a clear structure and things like that. I understand what you're saying, and I, I sometimes do wish the club might have that little bit of sort of. Um, I'm not saying that that figure, by the way. I'm not saying we should pay that. I'm just saying. No, that. no, no. I understand. It's, yeah. it's a case sometimes of, you know, if, if you're shopping in booths and you know you've got a pound land budget, you're not going to get anything if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's, it, and I think a lot of it, a lot of frustration seems to come from the fact we've made a lot of unaccounted for money. So the FA Cup run made over 600k for us. Um, the Papa John's run as well, you know. So 
that's a player, isn't it? But then again, I'm not, you know, as you rightly say, it, it, it's it's loser's goggles. If we're mid-table now, I'm not saying that, and I fully appreciate that, but it's just uh, a few people have said it to me that if we go down, January may have been a missed opportunity. So, just thought... Yeah, I mean, no, I think you're right. And uh, like we said in the last podcast as well, it's those little those little bits of magic that in the past have worked and 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 recruitment that's been amazing and out of this world. You know, Colby Bishop got another two today, I think, for Portsmouth. Little things like that. We simply haven't been able to to replace those players this season for one way or another. And Coleman's got enough uh, enough credit in the bank to to sort of get a few wrong, hasn't it? But it seems to me as though this season that that's got you know, I, I always, I always say, how many times this podcast have I said to you, we've had 20 odd years of glory, it's got to come to an end at some point. But also being greedy, I didn't think it would be this year. <laughs> yeah, strange, isn't it? And you, I, I, but but we, we, have, we have been used to that, haven't we? Because not for one minute, even sort of in November time, you think to yourself, well, we'll put a run together, we'll do this, we'll do that, we'll sign in January. It's just been getting worse and worse, hasn't it? I mean, it, there's just it's been a truly shocking season on the on the field. I think, I think, I think what it is, I think, like I said, I can't put my finger on it, but even in, even in seasons gone by when we've struggled, you'd go away to a big boy. Like, say Ipswich away. That Ipswich away game, we played all right in spells, but you knew we were going to get tonked. It's that inevitability of it that I don't like. Even when we were shit before... You always thought, you know what, we, we could smash and grab you. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't have that. You're not you're not going in with hope. You're going in with, you know, prayers and inevitability. Well, that's true. And that's that's a strange thing. And that, that comes down to bottle, doesn't it, on the pitch as well? Because even in the dire seasons when we've been shit in League Two even, when me and you were going regularly to away games and you were paying all that money when we were, we were just kids, really, mm. I never, I never ever felt like the squad was one that would just give in like that. I, I do feel that inevitability with this team. Um, I've said that when I've spoke to opposition fans as well. I remember speaking to the Barnsley lad as well and and saying to him, "Listen, you get an early goal and you'll beat us four nil." Um, and I almost feel like a dick saying that, and I feel like I'm betraying the club by saying that. But there has been that this season completely. It has felt inevitable. Um, and yeah, I mean, like you say, so Tuesday at home, Plymouth Argyle, they're top of the division, um, you know, and then we're away at Exeter next week, which I've been there a few times and it's it's a bloody hard place to go to and play football that. Um, next games after that, at home to uh, Port Vale, I was just going to say at home to Accrington then, that's what kind of day it's been. Um, at home to Port Vale, Sheffield Wednesday away. Still got home games against Fleetwood and Peterborough to come, Portsmouth away, Bolton away, and then the final two games of the season, Cambridge United at home and Oxford away. Now, you'd like to think that in them next eight games that we've got over the next month or so, we would, if someone said to me, would you still take, going into them last two games, Cambridge and Oxford, would you take still being in the mix there? I probably would. Because looking at them eight games, looking at the form, looking at how we're playing and the results we're getting, we might already be down. I mean, it's not been a kind fixture list that in terms of somewhere to go on the last day if you need to get something. 
Oxford's a, a, a tricky one, isn't it? Um, and they're they're battling for their lives as well. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think if you said to me, you've got to go to Oxford on the last day of the season and win, even though that's very unlikely, I probably would take that now. That's, yeah, that, and I think, that's I, think you know, I think like, you would do looking at them games. There, you know, you look at who we've. You know the games that we'd you'd focus on and try and say right, well we're capable of getting points in, if if any. Exeter, Port Vale, Fleetwood, yeah, Cambridge, Oxford. That's it. I think you can write off Plymouth, Sheffield Wednesday, Peterborough, Portsmouth, Bolton. I think I think I just don't I don't see us getting points there. If we'd lost to, I was a stag do for the Forest Green game, but we're watching it in the bar. And uh... how do you manage that? Um, someone brought a tablet. Oh, nice! I thought yeah. you'd I thought you'd wrangled a, a pub in Newcastle to get you. No, Newcastle were at home; they wouldn't be having that. No. Um, but uh, we're watching the game, and uh, the consensus for that game was: if we don't beat these, we're down. And then, like you say, the goal he chucks two in, and all of a sudden it's uh, oh, the look might be terrible. Feels feels like that today, doesn't it? Feels like that today. Yeah, a lot of people have been saying the same thing this week. If we lose today, it's going to be a big. Uh, you know, big big confidence whack. I, I always live in hope. I'm, I'm ever the optimist, and it's just like Stanley to go and smash Plymouth three nil. But I'm less confident of that than I would have been in seasons gone by. If that makes sense. Well, that's what I mean. We, we, with statements like that, for me, we're talking about the Stanley of of not this season, aren't we? Yeah. Really. And again, it's the, it, it's not just the results, really, because the the actual the, the player's been dire. The style of play has been dire. There doesn't seem to be a plan or a coherence. Um, sometimes the players don't seem to know what they're doing. Um, I know that a lot of that's through experience and so on. Players played in, you know, strange positions. Players who, you know, don't like naming names. I'm not going to. But players who probably can't do, you know, 90 minutes three times in a week anymore. Yeah. Um, we all know, you know, who I'm referring to. Good lads, great players. Um, and I know the injuries of of Kybosh does, and I know. Other things got in the way, but um, it's just that, that lack of fight worries me. You know, I wouldn't mind. I always say to you at the start of the season, I'll take fifth bottom on goal difference. That doesn't bother me. It's the way we're losing. Yeah. And the way we're just sort of, um, we give in and we're not we're not creating anything. Like if we were sat here now and we hit the crossbar three times and missed a penalty, you can say, oh, well, the footballing gods are against us. It's one of them. We're playing well. The results will come. We're not playing well. We're not making anything. We can't take a set piece properly. Um, the strikers are getting no service at all. It's not really their fault. It feels to me like we've been playing without strikers all season. It feels that way. Um, and again, which shows you how well we've done in the past to find these talents. Because we've always been quite lucky with strikers. From from Paul Mullin through to Dion and Colby, we've always had a good striker. You know, you think about people like Symes, for example. There's always been someone there. Who's, who's done that role for us this year? Um, we've huffed and puffed. I mean, who's the top scorer this season? Couldn't tell you. Tommy Tommy Lee, maybe. Tommy Lee, that, that won't be double figures, will it? Nowhere near, I'd say. You know, um, so the goals are not coming from all over the pitch either. You know, usually McConville will get you 10, 12 a season. He's had a, he's had a, he's had a, he's struggled, Danny, this season, Sean. I think he'd be the first to sort of say that as well and, and, and own it. He's not yeah. looked, he's not looked. Sean that we're, we're sort of used to yeah. um, which again though I think I'm sort of thinking to myself where, where does the book stop with this and 
I think that maybe us as fans as well and the club in general, we've maybe just been a little bit over over reliant on individuals that have put us in this position. And I'm talking about being reliant on John Coleman doing his thing, Jimmy Bell, whoever's involved with the with the backroom staff. You're over over sort of um you know, Sean McConville putting in eight out of tens every week and curling balls into the top corner every three games, stuff like that. We've maybe become over-reliant on it and that's why we haven't gone out of our way and replaced people and and, and made these lads sort of under pressure for the shirt. But it's a weird season because, you know, you look at it on paper, we're one point off safety, FA Cup fourth round, Football League Trophy semi-final. So on paper, it looks like a very good season. But as... Uh, you know, when you're used to eating steak every day, when you get a bacon butter, you think it's shit. So maybe there's a bit of that creeping in as well. Um, but a lot of the comments that have been left on social media, this it's the style of play and, and to go back to that word inevitable, that inevitability, that's that's what's getting people down. We're not, you know, we're not stupid as a fan base. We don't expect to turn Sheffield Wednesday away over 5-0. But the games like today, you, you expect to compete. And I don't think we don't think we did really. They were they were they were an interesting side because usually when they come here, and Dan Jewell alluded to this on the radio, usually the the, the cloggers MK Dons, yeah, cloggers aren't they? They played really. They thought they played really well in spells. On the break, they could have had three or four, um, but they just looked. If you're an MK Dons fan, you would say it wasn't it wasn't a smash and grab. They were comfortable. Do you know what I mean? They didn't. They, 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 we had we had a few scrambles in the box late on, but I can't. Didn't really fashion anything, you know. Even, even the Tommy Lee save, it was a shot from distance. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't. We're, just, we're not knocking at the door. We, we got. We, once we get into the final third, it looks like we don't know what to do, or who to pass to, or where to run, or where to go. Really. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. It feels like people are sort of waiting for somebody else to take control and sort of come up with a bit of magic or something. Um, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I asked just to touch on social media as well. Um, I asked people to give their opinions and sort of leave comments for us to, to read out. I'll, I'll read a few of those now. So uh, Oliver, who's at gutted on, on Twitter, probably time to accept that we will likely be relegated. Aaron is never going to be as good as Colby. We can't keep playing it to, the, to him in the same way. Sean is past his best and under no circumstance should he be playing in midfield. Terrible performance, but we've been used to that, those this season. Staying up would be a miracle. Just got to keep supporting the boys and pray that it's turned around. Yeah. Uh, Lewis Wissett, absolutely horrific. Matters made worse in Coley's post-match with the band playing on max volume. Looking forward to drinking some bleach when I get in. Um, Lewis down in the dumps there. Adam Smith, uh, regardless if we stay up or go down, that squad needs a real clear out this summer. Loyalty has to go out the window. If you're injured 80% of the season, then sorry, you need to go. Players in that squad list we haven't seen in a Stanley year taking other spots. At Attery Zach, I hate to say it, but we are down. Sean's got nothing left in him, which I wish wasn't the case because he's the best midfielder we've ever had. These shit balls over the top because we don't have a physically strong attacking play playing for us. Awful is an understatement. Um... Matthias Campos, that team stinks. Atari <laughs> um, Zach's had another goal. We're down unless every every team below us Fs it up. And if you can't accept it, you're in denial. Presley can't win headers, and that was made incredibly clear by that match. That keeper's a knobhead. 
giving it to <laughs> our fans will be down alongside us. Shit. James Ainsworth says, abject, and for the first time, I'm genuinely questioning the management. Not Coleman out, but Coleman why? First 30 minutes here and against Forest Green Rovers was diabolical. That's on the management as well as the squad. Genuinely think some in this squad would struggle in League Two. Um, and then Tom Goldie as well. Effing wank. Think the League One furry tail is over. If we can't string two passes together and get a shot on target today, what chance do we have in the games to come? Um, and then the last one from uh, Daniel Baker. Biggest game of the season. And <laughs> neither of you came the game. Shite. <laughs> Read that out. <laughs> so... Just like to clarify, I am working in 10 minutes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go, Dan. Um, I have read it out, mate. Um, I hope he might have calmed down by the time he reads that. Um, and listens to that, sorry. So, yeah, I mean, everyone's sort of feeling the same way, aren't they? Um, I, I, I honestly don't know what else to say on it. I, I don't one, know where... Um, you know, in terms of gallows humour, um, you know they've brought the pound of pint back if they win. Yeah, everyone's getting big on that on social media. And someone texted me and said, "Yeah, but it's a con because they have to win." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Inside of the confidence we have at the moment. Um, but look, look, you can get pot noodles at the Clayton End now. That's a good sign. Let's try and mm-hmm. get something positive in there. Yeah. Um, you know, we're still above Morecambe. That's something. They equalised late on today just to keep themselves a little bit in it a little bit further. Um, yeah, listen, there are and listen, there are there are ten games left. You know, it's it's very much not finished. Um, I think we'll do something in a little bit more detail in the weeks to come and sort of look at this a little bit stronger. But we've just got our immediate reaction for it. I'm I'm struggling for words to sort of say. I'm just sort of sat here like a zombie thinking about that performance. Really. Um, what I can do is I can see whether um, do you remember when that Jesse McClure used to come come all the time from uh, Storage Hunters. Do you remember? Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, Jesse McClure, a doll has to say if you can hear this. He just says Accrington, Accrington. He's, he's he must be broken now, but it's good advice nonetheless. Can you hear that? I did hear that, and uh, and what well, what a way to finish it on, yeah, absolutely <laughs> fantastic. I'll, I'll well, yeah, fight on, Eki Stanley, fight and win. Thank you for tuning in to Raw Milk. Our theme music is Mr. Powder by Deja Vega. Our producer is Scott Borton. Follow us at Raw Milk Zine on Twitter and Instagram and Raw Milk Fanzine on Facebook. You can also download, subscribe and like all of our podcasts at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Up the Reds! Podcast Network. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.